session for the Hamilton uh, City Council is now in session. We requested bids uh, for our gasoline and diesel. And we have with us tonight uh, Mr. Turner representing Mid-States Petroleum. Mr. Turner? Yes. I, I just wanted to make sure to see if there's any questions on our bid response form uh, here. We, we bid so many of these. And they're all structured different, but it's it's got a price plus we got freight inspection fee and profit. And a lot of times they just want profit and they just want uh, freight, you know. But and, but you wanted to I see here too. She wanted a wholesale rack price. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> now I've got that. But I'm, you know, figure. Okay, we couldn't the way you put it to us. But you be we couldn't understand exactly what the gas was going to cost. Yeah. So, like, like uh, on your 89, we don't use, yeah, well. You don't use 87 and 83, don't you? We use 87, Yeah. don't we? I think that's what we use. I think you do too, it said 89. Mm -hmm. 93 is a premium. Yeah, we don't. 93, the rack would have been 2.8982. 2.8982. Okay. Right, you, and you'd add to that. Is okay. that the 87? The 87 would be 2.6587. <clears throat> and the diesel would be 3.1831. Diesel, I'm sorry. Now that, we right. want on-road. Yes, that, that's on-road. And right how much two, is it now? Three, the rack would have been 3.1831. And then you can see it's 10, we got 10 cents. To the nine and a half, right? Okay. And so give me the eight, give me the eighty-seven rack price. Eight, eighty-seven would be three point. Oh, excuse me, two point sixty-five eighty-seven. I'm used to saying three. Gas, man. That's that's the base price when you add nine and a half. Yeah, nine and a half. That and that that nine and a half is our freight, our markup, profit that they call it, and inspection fees included in the nine and a half. Does this yeah. rate change as change, gas prices change? It fluctuates. The, the, the rack price changes daily. In other words, I'd say it changes at 6 o'clock every day under normal conditions. It's going to change uh, unless they don't move it, but it'll go up or down. That 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 base price will have to change because you can't lock it in and, and, and anything like that. To, okay. But I think I think before there might have been some misunderstanding, and I think we'd hopefully be able to save you some money. Okay. Uh, on this thing. Uh, we had three bids, and uh, we, I'm glad you came to explain it to us. Yes, sir. So we'd be sure we understand what we paying for it. Does any council member have any questions, Mr. Turner? Council, you have a copy of Just a second, Governor. Yeah, I've got it. Uh, uh, just save for today. If we would uh, do it today. To buy it today? Yeah. What would be the price? Hold on just a minute. Let me see if I can. That way we can tell. Let me see if I've got it on my. Like mine, I ain't figured it all out yet. <laughs> no, I had the mine either. Um, 
To a two cent move was was a big move ten years ago, but after nine one one, it's it's just erratic. And they, the big oil companies do a good job of keeping these supplies tight. Hold on just a minute. I don't know if I can get this loaded to give you a price today. Oh, this thing not want to load up. One thing, Mr. Turner, while you doing that. I think we had a contract with you year before last. Uh -huh. And uh, we had several instances where we ran out of gas and had to buy it, uh, you know, from retail. Mm -hmm. if, if we decide to go uh, toward you the contract, is, can you improve our delivery? I sure can. I mean, in other words, what, what um, circumstances was it? Well, I talked to the street department superintendent manager mm -hmm. and uh, he did confirm, I thought I was correct, he did confirm that we did uh, run out of gas two or three times and Normally, maybe a day late or maybe, a, you know, and we had to go, police and the fire had to go to I tell you what, a retail. Tell you what, here's what normally I've experienced. We need to have a, a, a plan of, of who, if, if y'all are going to alert us, or if we need to call y'all. Mm -hmm. In other words, what I'm saying, <clears throat> once we, it should be that either your people are calling us, if you can call about 2, 2.30, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and say, look, I'm low, I know I need some, I need some gas in here in the morning. Mm -hmm. uh, then we put you in the schedule for the next day. Now, if, it's, if they call the next morning at 7 o'clock and say, gosh, I'm out of gas, and we're booked up all that day, mm -hmm. which is, which is can be, it can be a problem. I'm not going to sit here and tell what you about anything. Friday? Let's say we notice that we're low on Friday. We call Friday afternoon. Uh-huh. So yeah. is that a case where it would be Monday before you could deliver it? Not necessarily. Now, if you call Friday and say, I need it, we can deliver, we deliver on Saturday. We sure do. We, well, well, I know. Do. I was here the last administration, too. Uh -huh. And I know there were several instances where we had tickets where the policemen and the different uh -huh. ones that were on call were having to buy gas at the, around town, uh -huh. which was at a higher rate, uh -huh. because we didn't have uh, gas at the That's not good. That's no, not, it's not. That's not good. And, uh -huh. I, and I really believe we got, we're, we're our scheduling down there now. See, we can even set it up to work. We, I can have our schedule or call, call if you can tell us. But somebody's got to go stick the tank. Got to tell us if if you're if you're lower, or have a way of telling us. If they don't if they don't get back with us and tell us, then we don't know how much you've got. Okay. But but I think we can improve it just by communication. Okay. Okay. 
We have a gas monitoring system that's given us trouble since we bought it, but uh, we're close to getting it operating. Uh -huh. We should know on a daily basis how many gallons is in the tank. Well, so that'll help us to, you know. What I would do is have them to say, look, call me. It'd be good if you, by 4 o'clock, if you could just call and say, look, I, tomorrow I need you to put me in a schedule and get me some fuel. And, and if you were low then, if you were real low, then you might go ahead and say, can you hit me the first early and let them go get it early. If you don't, they're going to get it before the day's over. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I know a lot of times the gate's locked or something. And, and, and we, yeah, right. and, well, uh, we've got to communicate with who. Right, and I, we've got a, a contract lady, with. We've got a lady down there that's doing a, a little more thorough job now than mm -hmm. it's been in the past, so I, I feel good about the servicing from that okay. standpoint. At the price you gave us today on the first grade uh, rigs are unleaded, 87. Uh, it was 2.6587, and I add nine and a half cents to that, and it'd be 2.7537. That's today. What the no, price that, you gave that, was, that would have been the like the 14th oh, the that, that, you that, that we submitted that. I think it's actually maybe a little better than that today. If I could pull it up on here, I, I, I've not got it up on here. I may have to call the office and get it. Now, I, it'd be close to what you've given, would it not? Be I, yeah, out of the three bids, is he the lowest bid right now? Or is... They're all real close. Real, real close. But we haven't determined what well, they did yet. Mm. Uh, no, we'll. Some of these others have priced it at 89 octane instead of 87, too. Mm hmm. I noticed yeah. on um, one of them, they marked through 89 and put 87 yeah. on there. Yeah, I, I think there's a. We're going to have to alter problem. this. We're going to have to alter this bid form a little bit and to really specify we want on road diesel. Not, is that 87 that we need and not 89? Mm -hmm. 87. Most all the new vehicles are programmed for 87. If you, Scott, if you go higher and it, it messes up. Computer deal. That would be really worse. On 87 Oh, that's including the nine? No. no. Yeah, two seventy six. Two two sixty seven twelve. Oh, you'd already added the nine and a half cents? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, already added. All right. Okay. So And your diesel would be what? Hold on. Diesel would be And add the uh, ten cent. Yeah, we Please. Unless, unless a bomb goes off or, or something happens to a pipeline or somebody, you know, shoots at somebody over, you know, for you. At 6 o'clock every afternoon, that price changes.
change. And if our truck's under that rack at six, if it's half loaded, when six o'clock comes, the other half will either be up or down. But at six o'clock, it changes. Now, we know what it's going to do about 4.30. But that don't give us time to run back and say it was going up 10 cents. We ain't got time to run back and get a load. I mean, we wish we could every time for people, but we can't do that. Not on a consistent basis, but it changes every day at 6 o'clock. Now, on Friday, it changes at 6 o'clock on Friday. But it don't change again until 6 o'clock on Monday. In other words, it's good for Saturday, Sunday, and all day Monday at 6 o'clock. <clears throat> That's the norm of it right there. Let me see if I understand what I'm going to do. Okay. In the, in the diesel was what? Yeah, hold on just a minute. Let's see, on the diesel. I'm on. That's on road, right? This is on road diesel. Okay. I'm going to have to. All right. What I'm going to have to do is make it. Falling five cents, so I'm gonna have to add back five, five and a quarter. If you'd have bought it today, three ten eighty five. That includes the markup, right? That's got that's got the ten cents on it. Okay. It's got the ten cents on it, right? There. All right. Does everybody understand? Yeah. I didn't hear. Nobody else. The diesel dropped a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's going to drop. It's fixing to drop here about 45 inches. If I get that right, Fred, what I weigh five today. We're going to have to go back. That's what it would have been. That's what it would have been today. What I'm saying right here, six o'clock, it's going to fall five cents. I that's right. They need to put their price per gallon, yeah. including their markup in there. Yeah, and that way we know what we're doing. They're going to charge us a fixed thing. We may send out a revised bid sheet so everybody can understand it, Mr. Turner. Okay. Is that be all right with you, sir? You'd be fine. Okay. Be fine. Come here, we have them. All right. I would like to do what the county does. Okay. I think they've been the, the bed sheet, the thing Mike that Shaw. I sent out is what Sue sent out. We've been same thing for years. It probably needs to be. I think we'll get Scott to revise it and then make sure we uh, got clearly what we need. But what we got 89 and then we got 93. That's right. And, and, and I so, tell you, and I tell you what, I really think probably is what, and that's where most everybody's going to pull from Tuscaloosa. Uh huh. Because you're, you're dealing with mob loads, small trucks. And I don't know that they have an 89. They have an 87 and they got a 93. Mm -hmm. now, they, now they may have a 89. I mean a 93. I'm sorry, it's got 93. Well, that's a premium. That's premium. That's, yeah, uh, that's okay. a premium. All right. Uh, yeah, you're going to be a 
Mm. We don't. No, no. We don't even need them naked on that. Why we need them? That's just they can take that all to clarify what we want. I'd be today just filling in and set on the road and then uh, and then have a, a trigger to put in there for everybody. Yeah. Where I mean it. Got to revise that course. Uh, we need to get handled relatively soon. Mr. So Turner, thank you very much for coming. You're welcome to stay with us. We're going to rebid it. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll rebid and redo yes, the form so it moves clear. Yes, sir. Well, if any other questions, give me a call. Okay. Nice to meet everybody. Yes, thank you. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Now we're going to hear from a man that don't need no introduction, Mr. Clyde the honorable. The honorable Clyde. <laughs> oh, then you sit back now. There's somebody else. Like, uh, <laughs> I wonder who that is. <laughs> well, thank you, Mayor Holiday. Some six or so years ago, I made a presentation to the then mayor and council concerning the insurance and risk management consulting services of American Risk Managers, located right here in Hamilton, owned and operated uh, mainly by the Haney family, Walter Haney being the chairman and founder, and in business over 30 years. Uh, it's difficult sometimes for people to understand that an independent consultant can be of service without being an agent. Some folks think you have to be an insurance agent to help folks get the right kind of coverage in the right places. That's not necessarily true. An independent consultant means that it has no official connection at all with the insurance industry. We don't have any uh, affiliations with uh, carriers, with brokers, or agents. Our services done, all of our people are professional insurance people. At least two or three of them have managed their own agents in time, agencies in times past. But what they do as professional insurance people is analyze the needs of a customer. And in this case, we would uh, be honored if the city of Hamilton decided to become a customer of American Risk Managers. We work for you, not for the insurance industry. And that is a difference. My boss likes to use the analogy of, would you let IRS compute your income taxes? And I think the answer is no, you would not do that. And I know that my acquaintance, Annette, is very familiar with the banking business and the need for audits and independent audits. And one additional benefit of our services, before I get into them very briefly, is that it serves the purpose of a complete audit of all of your risks and exposures and what it takes to cover them properly at replacement cost, which is important. I had a difficult time once explaining to someone that we do not look at book values. We may start with those, but our people investigate and assess based on replacement cost. That's what you have to pay if you had damages that were insurable. Now, American Risk Managers, um, I'm trying to think of the most logical place to commence. 
And, and I guess just to tell you briefly how we would work and then maybe some examples of what we have done. If we went to work for the city of Hamilton, the first thing our people would do is to completely investigate property, equipment, all locations, and assess and establish a replacement cost value based on the same principles used by the insurance companies who would, in, in effect, sell your claim so that we're on the same page and matching apples to apples. That's the first thing our people do. They develop a fully documented risk and exposure survey so that you know what your risks are in financial, in dollars. That's the first step. The next step, another part of our crew will do the inside investigation, which is the documentation, your, your current policies, the form and the kind of coverage that you have to make sure that we understand completely what it is you're using now. And then our findings in the field are kind of overlaid over that, and it's becomes obvious as to whether or not you have any gaps in your coverage or in some cases overlaps and we've discovered that some fairly significant facilities and industries and or other organizations have been without insurance for some time and they didn't know that kind of thing. And it's no fault of anybody's, they, they simply take a organization, company or organization and establish an insurance base and many times over time using the same supplier things develop and occur that are not necessarily taken care of. Things are taken for granted. That's just human nature. It happens. But our folks, with a variety of the number of customers we have, are, I guess exposed is as good a word as any, to all kinds of businesses and happenings and are in the market most of the time so we know what the market is. Our folks can tell you what you should be paying for this kind of coverage on this kind of property. That's what they go to the field with. So right away you get that advantage. From that information and with consultation with the proper people, supervisors or whoever else, we make sure there's complete understanding of what we've got and what you've got and where we are within the process. And then out of that, come specifications for the coverage to your specifications. And when I talk to other organizations, what we do is set the table for you to have the best protection possible. Now, there are some ways to cut cost in areas where you have had little or no losses. And that's uh, raise the deductible and lower the premium. That's layman's terms for a little bit of self-insurance. And we counsel you, counsel you in that regard. For example, we look at all the loss rods going back three to five years and they analyze that to show where the losses are more prevalent and help hopefully shore up that if there's a problem. That kind of, that's just part of our services. Mr. Hampton, yes. I apologize, but we've got to be in council at five in five minutes. Can you tell me what our what it would cost us to have your service? Very quickly. If the city wants us to do so, we can we can look at all of your present documentation, all of your insurance policies you now have, 
and from that I can glean the information, this doesn't take too long, and our people can take that information and forecast what, our, what we would, uh, could do for you in the marketplace, the coverage you got, and we'd tell you what we charge to do that. And we'd tell you what we charge to do the whole thing from the time we do the investigation until we get the bidding done and, and expose you to a broad range of the marketplace. And typically our services were then anywhere from 25 to 35 percent of your present cost. And I notice where you said almost $500,000. Now I don't know whether that covers all of your insurance because our specialties are property, all, all kinds of property, equipment, that kind of thing, all forms of liability, that kind of thing, and workers' compensation. We do not get any employee benefits. So if that's included in the number I saw on the paper, almost $500,000, we don't do that. Okay. But we'd be happy to do the, there's no cost or obligation for us giving you a proposal that lays out what we would do, shows what we should be worth in the marketplace, and tells you what we charge you to do it. Not a penny spent until, you know, there's no cost or obligation for that service. I, I, may, I may not have uh, lost this while you were in your discussion, but once, once you came in and did your assessment and then told us what, pretty much what we've got and what we probably need, then you shop it, right? You shop the insurance different we, we We take, again, we sit with, uh, with you if you like, and, and, and your present supplier, you're happy with them, they would be a part of the bidding process. Then we'd select, again, suggest, make suggestions of other qualified suppliers. They have to be financially sound, they have to provide good services. We know who they are. We have a broad range of markets that we know about that we can expose you to to get, as I say, the, the underwriters have to sharpen their pencils to get your business. They know that. They have one shot at it. There's no bickering. They have one time to beat the lowest bid. And then, once we analyze all the bids and give you the figures in a spreadsheet, you make the choice. You may not buy the lowest one because of your knowledge of other things. There may be some other factors involved. Mm -hmm. But you make the buying decision. We set the table for you to make an intelligent buying decision. Okay. Any other council member having Question for Mr. Allen. If I have a question, can I call you? Sure, I'm going to leave you some information that tells you about our services. And my card is in there. You can call us anytime. We'd be delighted. Thank okay. You. Thank you. I, I apologize for us having a uh, rush, but. Uh, well, I appreciate the opportunity. I, I thank you all. It's good to see you. And, uh, Appreciate your, your willingness to serve in this arena. You need to raise the issue. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Thanks again for your time. The uh, <clears throat> I want to adjourn this uh, work session and I want to reconvene it after the council meeting.
We might need to get with the beautification and see what they can do to make it. And talk to the street department and see what we got they hadn't put yeah. up yet. Yeah. Okay, but the Hamilton House, I guess, is where I'm really... I don't know whether we should buy any or not, but uh, if you get something that's donated, I got some in my house. Okay. I'll never use it. Okay, well, let's be thanking yeah. about that. It would be nice if they could decorate the old timey way. Mm -hmm. It would, but we really need to try to make it look good this Christmas. Uh, the house on the corner of Smoky Bear and 10th Avenue, I think it's for sale. I'm just throwing this out for you to think about. That would give us access to all the land that's over at the walking track and the ball field. I mean, it may never come with available again, but we would have control of all that land. And it goes, the back of that property goes almost to the walk, part of the walking track. That's in that fly zone. I called uh, Mike Engineer and uh, he said because of the height of those ball field poles, it wouldn't matter if we, for as that gaining footage back on the runway, it wouldn't affect that. We'll discuss. I want you to think about it. We'll discuss it a little bit later. Do we know what they want? I haven't pursued it. Just wanted y'all to think about it and see. And what, what would the need be other than just own it? Well, Larry said he could put additional soccer fields on it. We have a big need for soccer fields. It's becoming uh, real. A lot of people participate. I get it out. Well, my thoughts on it, if, I was, if it was a residence, then I'm going to have to sell it as a residence, not just blank property. Mm -hmm. And we would want to use it just like blank property, right? We wouldn't have any use for that house. No, 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 no. So if we have to pay for the house to get the land, would it be worth owning it? Okay. That's what I'd like for you all to consider. I don't think we've got a rush to a conclusion on it, so if you would. Uh, another issue, a customer that's found not paying garbage bill. Do we back bill? Do we want a back bill? And we're picking it up and they're not paying it. Mm -hmm. Sure. <laughs> we do. Okay. I well, I, I spent some time Last uh, last week with the water department, and uh, we trying to to make sure we're building the people we need to be. And it, this house is close to where the county picks. I can see where they were. The county thought we were building. We thought the county was building, building them for garbage. So, and, well, so they probably do they know they're not paying a garbage bill? Well, they should. Get the water bill and the garbage picked up, so. No, I, I don't oh. mean to be the only one that says something here, but I think if they're being furnished a service, they ought to pay for it just like everybody else has to. Well, I think it was said it was back pay. Yeah, I mean, we put we're, a, we're building them, right? But do we want to try to collect back, back months or years? Well, it was 
our fault for not collecting in the first place, I suppose. Oh, no. I don't know either. So it leaves it up to you. Well, if you pick my garbage up for free, I may not say anything for a while. Well, that's right. That'll be your own camera. Understood. I don't know if we haven't been willing to begin with. Part of that's probably our fault, too. Okay. That's kind of my son. Thank you. Give me a for the next council meeting. Um, the revitalization committee, Lenny and Zoning Committee, we're going to have a meeting, I believe it's the 28th, and to get started on our downtown. Of course, one of the things that we delayed it, that we had had the matching money on the grants. So I don't know if we're going to move is on the section of property between the Sports gallery coming south where all the flood is occurring. Now, NACOG and, and they'll say, hey, it'd be better if we did it block at a time. We can be more competitive for grants by doing it that way. And then we we can get that block fixed, and then we can go to another block till we get it fixed. So I'd like for all the council and everybody want to come to that meeting. Uh, the parking around the courthouse uh, continues to come up. We're getting complaints and I, for people staying in the two-hour parking space all day. You know, we've got signs up there, two-hour parking. Now, for some reason, I think, we, did we have uh, parking meters at one time? Yeah. When they took the parking meters down, we didn't go back in all the spaces with a two-hour parking. And I wish that uh, people that works at the courthouse, not only them, they're not the only one, people who own businesses ought not park in front of their store. We have a city parking space, and they need to park over there. Now, I've had merchants recently said, I know I've saw a customer go because they couldn't, couldn't find a parking space. And that well, is only only get worse as time goes on. And uh, somehow we need to work with the commission to try to solve this parking problem. Well, if you go to town on Saturday, we don't have a parking problem. Mm -hmm. The parking problem, in my opinion, is because the courthouse is right there in the middle of town. And, you know, people coming in to go to the courthouse. Um, you're right, it would really be beneficial if those people that works at the courthouse and at those businesses could park on our city parking lot. Mm -hmm. I that hardly would solve ever a lot see of that it. city parking lot full unless it's a court day. Sometimes mm -hmm. it will be on the court. Well, then another thing, a lot of people that's on jury duty will park and stay maybe all day or something. So. But we'll try to work on the that. parking is so much better than it was that 30 minute parking is really out. Mm -hmm. We need to, I'll talk to the chief a little more and see what we can do to maybe patrol it. And, uh, people that stays six hours in a two hour parking space, we need to. Well, we probably need to be giving some tickets. Yeah, that's about the only way you can do it. We need to go mm -hmm. by and the cars and come back by and Mm -hmm. two hours and see if it ever moved. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll try to work that out. That might help it. Okay. The old fire truck, 
that's uh, lime colored, green colored. Uh, talk to uh, Baron, and he's, he can't be used in a, in a fire situation. The pump is bad, and they don't make parts for them anymore. That company's been out of business. I've asked Kevin to look at it if we could use the chassis for something and then get rid of the bed, or do we just set it like it is? I'll be thinking about what to do. He did a great job when he brought the old garbage truck that was down at the wastewater plant, and our Chris uh, Akers got it running good. Uh, we took the body off of it and put a water tank on it this summer when we were paving. So it really paid off. It could be that uh, we need a sander, and I think Kevin is working on uh, getting a sander. And that truck or the one that's got the water tank, we could remove the water tank, put the sander on for the winter. So we'll try. I think that was a great move on on their part. To, scrounge up some equipment that otherwise would just sit. I think that's all I have. Y'all got anything? Okay. Well, when did you say the, the everybody was going to be playing? I think it's the 28th. It's on a Monday. Yeah, it's the 4th yeah. Monday. Yeah, on the 28th. And uh, I'd like for everybody to be there if they can. And that's 6 o'clock, right? Yeah. Participate in that and make sure we get our Revitalization kicked off. Nathan will be there. Yeah. Nathan Willingham and some others will be there as well to see what we really want to get started on. Start working on grants. And that's uh, the drainage, and uh, I'm not sure if we got sewer running down that street. May have. In the water, we gotta redo all of that. Get it large enough to handle runoff and everything, so we won't have to do it again for a long time. And we're continuing to replace water lines that we find got is uh, galvanized. We're trying to improve the quality of the water, and we're doing those as we can get the money to do it. Trying to improve. Is that water. getting repaired down there from Gatman Grange? As soon as the uh, construction people move over, then okay. we're going to remove that portion of the galvanized and make it all plastic. It's part plastic and part galvanized, and that's where the problem comes in. Okay. Session over. Thank you for coming. All of you. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm.